0: July of 1996, Walter Johnson, a bank robber, beat John Gotti, the boss of bosses, to a bloody pulp. It was a stand-up, man-to-man fight, with both men landing blows on the other. I know this for a fact, since I was the first correctional officer on the scene. I saw Gotti lying on the ground, being beaten about the head and shoulders, like I recorded at the time. My name is not important, but my story is... I was a government employee for over 30 years. I retired from USP Marion not long ago. The names of all the prison employees have been changed for their safety. This whole fight has been talked about for years. Lots of misinformation has been put out there. People who showed up after the fight was over thought John Gotti, the Teflon Don, was in cuffs when he was assaulted. Nothing could be further from the truth. The photo circulated of Walter Johnson is not the Walter Johnson of USP Marion, bank robber and cop killer. I have no idea who that other Johnson is, but it is not the same man who was in the fight, if you can call it that, with John Gotti. Perhaps a lot of the wrong information out there was caused by John Gotti himself. He denied having been in a fight at all. His lawyer said that the whole story was a lie. It was fun knowing the truth when all this misinformation was going around for years. It was rumored that there was no tape of the incident. That is the government holding back the truth. There is a tape, or at least there was one at the time. There was a camera pointed right at the pair while Gotti was beaten into a bloody pulp. The government has not released a tape for reasons of their own. Now that we have that all cleared up, I'll tell you what did happen. The day before the fight, Mafia boss John Gotti, in his 50s, was walking around Dog Unit on what we called Inside Recreation. It was a hot and very humid summer day, as we have here in southern Illinois. The inmates, nine of them, are let out of their cells for one hour, but not allowed outside the unit. So they walk around the half of the cell block that they have access to. Upstairs the walkway is a very narrow and over a hundred feet long. Downstairs is about 18 feet wide and 120 feet long. A five-foot-wide metal grate stairs connects the upstairs with the down on the inmate side of the grill. Officers have cement stairs on their side of the grill to get upstairs. Gotti and Johnson were assigned to Charlie Range which is upstairs. While upstairs on the 18-inch wide walk Gaudi had words with Johnson about blocking his way, according to the unit's correctional officers I spoke with. Everybody thought that was the end of the incident, but Walter Johnson is a hateful savage who never forgets a slight, no matter how long ago it was. He has been known to seek retribution for a slight years later, that exchange between the two men lit a fire of anger and hate inside Johnson. That anger and hate grew to, to overboiling in the next 24 hours. The next day, when the inmates were let out for their hour of inside recreation, Johnson slid up to Gotti in a way that he was not noticed until he struck Gotti in the head with his fist. Stunned, Gotti attempted to defend himself. But Johnson rained blows about his head and upper chest area. Gotti was knocked to the ground where Johnson kicked, kneed and beat Gotti with his fists in a vicious attack. This is when I arrived in the unit and stood at the range door watching. I yelled for all the inmates to lie down, which they did not do. I reminded them that anybody on their feet when we opened the grill door would be considered hostile and be struck with 36 inch long riot batons until they complied with my order to hit the floor after about one minute the lieutenant arrived on the scene judged the amount of staff sufficient to handle the situation and he ordered the door opened when the inmates heard the order to open the grill they all hit the floor including johnson and gotti everybody was cuffed the inmate i cuffed was placed in his cell upstairs both gotti and johnson were taken to the hospital in cuffs photos were taken of both of them while they were still in handcuffs This is the photo you see of Gotti with the injury to his head. He was cleaned up by the physician assistant prior to the photo being taken. Gotti was very bloody as his head wound bled freely while he was beaten and for some time after. The Special Investigative Supervisor asked Gotti how he got hurt and the hard-boiled Mafia Don replied that he slipped and fell. Johnson has some scratches and swelling to his hands and red marks on his torso. Johnson said some guard injured his hands for no reason and that he had not been in a fight. Gotti was not charged with fighting after reviewing the tape of the incident. Johnson was taken to the hole and charged with assault. He was transferred to another prison after a consensus was reached that he could not be protected while at USP Marion. I have no personal knowledge, but rumor has it that there were some consequences for Johnson, having dared disrespect a high-ranking member of the Mafia. It was said that a hit was taken up by the Aryan Brotherhood for tens of thousands of dollars. Also, the A.B.s were hired to provide ongoing security for the head of the Gambino crime family, John Gotti. A closer association of the head of the commission with prison gangs also had some far-reaching impact that is felt even today, 15 years after John Gotti's death. In future episodes, I will explore how this one fight changed prison disruptive groups and how they are now led and organized in a different way. Also who Walter Johnson is and how his attitude sealed his eventual fate. This story and others have never seen the light of day until now. Subscribe to hear more. If you like this video, please hit the like button. Always remember that I tell you this at personal risk. Just like the mafia, we have our own code. Talking is forbidden for both groups. They have the witness protection program. I have nothing. When I choose to break my silence, I choose to walk alone forever.